Hello, everyone. It is the moment you've all been waiting for. The return of Liam Hall as host to the Bands Munich podcast. I, I, I got your letters. I got your DMs on Twitter and Instagram. And I have very good news, ladies and gentlemen. I am back. And I am joined by the Byron Saxon to my Michael Cole, the Excalibur to my JR, the Bruno Fernandez to my just no, no, sorry, Lingard to my Bruno Fernandez. Jesus Christ, I'm not going to do myself dirty like that. It is Carl Pierce. Carl, how are you? Hello, I'm all right. I was, I was actually all right with most of those comparisons <laughs> until we got to the Jesse Lingard one. <laughs> I, yes. Dare you, good sir. <laughs> Oh, you, you can't disrespect Jade Lings like that. The legend that is Jade Lings. Future West Brom icon. Exactly. And we and we also have the uh, the Carl and Grant to uh, uh, Jesse Lingard. Uh, Reese Saunders. Hello, yeah. Reese. Reese, how are you? Good. Yeah. No, you're doing well. Oh. Nice. You, 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 sound, um, you sound a little more wiser than usual. But, um, he's, I mean... he's going full sooty for today's show. Yeah, he's he's decided to come as Meza Urzel to this recording session. Um, <laughs> so he's completely anonymous. Um, <laughs> but um, no, uh, Reese isn't here with us this week. Um, he's had a bit, few technical problems, and he, um, he actually insisted that we don't record a, without him, and he's threatening legal action. But um, me and Carl, we thought you deserve to hear our, our beautiful voices, so we are here today. We are, yeah. We we thought you can't possibly do without your weekly dose of Bantam Munich. And as Liam is posh and rich, his lawyers are better than everyone else's. Absolutely. I mean, they've got they've got me out of worse scraps. So, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, this is this is the least of their worries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I can't speak about the other ones. But yes, absolutely. <laughs> So um, I guess we should start with um, West Brom's journey in the FA Cup. Okay, yep. yes, no, and that's that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, Reese conveniently just found some headphones and he wants to join us. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's um, if he's willing to join us. Maybe, maybe later on in the podcast. I don't know. It depends how if he feels sorry for him. Um, but we'll start with Arsenal's journey down south to St. Mary's to Southampton. And um, a bit of a disappointing result, I have to say. Um, a fairly uninspired Arsenal, particularly in the first half. A lot of second string players. Gabriel was turning from coronavirus and also suspension. I think this is his first game in a month. But um, yeah, it was, it was a pretty sorry affair for my team, to be honest. And um we conceded a bit of a shoddy own goal, and to be honest, we were second best for most of the match. Um, did you did you did you have any opinions, Carl? Yeah, um, pretty much what you've just said, to be honest. Yeah, um, I, I guess something that's been come come quite obvious is that our second string of players are pretty useless. Um, yeah, also I mean, all useless, yes. Oh, Reese has decided to grace us with his presence. Ladies and gentlemen, Reese Saunders is back on the podcast. He's here. Hello. Sorry, guys. I was I was all resigned to letting Liam host because, you know, that's what I wanted. 
And I then decided to look through my my bedroom and find some an old pair of headphones, and I decided to grace you with my presence. Isn't that convenient? The one time I get some joy in this podcast, you take it away from me. <laughs> but, um, welcome back, Reese. Um, I assume it's all right. We've 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 already gone over uh, West Brom's FA Cup uh, matches this week, so we don't have to oh, worry. That, that, that is low. <laughs> oh man! Oh no! You, 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 you performed very well. Oh, I mean, on FIFA, yeah, I did really well in the FA Cup uh, match this weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, when you have Kylian Mbappe in your in your West Brom team, um, <laughs> surprisingly, you did quite well. <laughs> no, well, well, uh, I've got Kylian Mbappe, and I've got um, you know quite a few other players as well. Lionel Messi only made the bench in this game. Oh, and... w- William. I mean, mate, he's guaranteed starting my team. Oh, absolutely. As he should be in every single team, I think. Yeah. I don't know what headphones you're using, Reese, but no offence, but this is the best you've ever sounded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> um, no, th- these are a pair of headphones I've never used before for podcasting, so <laughs> now we know. <laughs> but yeah, um, sorry, I'll take you to talk about Arsenal versus Southampton. Yes, yeah, and we were um, saying that it's pretty disappointing, pretty disappointing performance from the Arsenal. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't highlight two people if I may for all um, performances that were just absolutely woeful. William and Nicola Pepe. Um, Nicola Pepe surprises me more than William, purely for the fact is that the amount of money he cost, and also the fact is that Arsenal turned out signing Wilfred Sahai in favour of Pepe. Um, it's looking like the wrong decision right now. Yeah, I mean, he came, you know, with quite a good reputation when they bought him last season, but he's he's just got nowhere near what uh, you'd expect from a seventy million player. Yeah, mm. he, it was definitely a risk that kind of went wrong. So I, I believe Zaha is two years older, but he also apparently would have cost a hundred million, which it, is a big risk that, itself. Why I said go for Zaha or Pepe is because the fact that Zaha's got Premier League experience, there's no need for him to settle in. As they say, Zaha has been playing in the Premier League since he was, what, 21, something like that, I want to say. And he's he's a, he's a very, very, very good player, very good player for Crystal Palace. And I think Arsenal would have been the perfect step for him into playing for a top team in the Premier League. Yeah, but then again, like, I mean, maybe they were slightly deterred from the Man United move. I, I can't explain. I uh, think he's grown a lot since then, though. That's, yeah, that's good. Good yeah, four or five years ago now. So I think Longer he's, uh, yeah, might even be seven because he, I, I, he was bought just before he was bought just before Moyes came in. And from what I hear, Moyes never really fancied him anyway, no matter what he did. Yeah, he, his, his daughter let, did, let, but he didn't. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, let, let's not talk about what Zaha was playing in a banging instead of goals. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, well, one thing I will say about Pepe, though, and this it might be a bit of a surprising fact. He actually made the most clear-cut chances in that game. He had five, and the closest other one was two, I believe, which is really yeah, good. He, he created he create those chances, but then when he... I mean, that that free kick was just... Ugh. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty woeful. I mean, and again, William, though, how, how, how can one man go from performing for year after year with uh, Chelsea and then goes to Arsenal, and he's feel, he has settled into probably one of the worst free transfer signings I've seen? Yeah, he looked like he's going to be a good sign in his first match. He he was really good, but since then, yeah, he's been 
crap, hasn't he? I have to, I have to say. What what pretty much what Liam feared when uh, they're on about bringing him in to be honest. Uh, see, I'm stuck in two months because it makes me laugh that Liam has to suffer with William. <laughs> however, however, I think he it, again. I just don't get how he's gone from the the, the world beater he was at Chelsea to being just as I said, one of the worst signings I've seen this season. But he keeps getting played. That's that's the more mysterious thing. Mm. I think there must be something in his contract. Liam. Yeah, it, it would me. Liam, Mesut Ozil or William? Oh, uh, Ozil. But, I mean, it's, 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 not, it's tight. I mean, things, at least Ozil actually shows some good performances, even, even if he was fucking lazy. Um, but, yeah, just, I mean, William is, whew, he's, um, he's something, isn't he? I thought the only time you looked like Created anything in that match really was when Party came on. Yeah, he he, he looks really good actually. I'm really excited to see um, how he settles in the Premier League. So I, I just want to talk just before we talk on about we, we, we can we talk about this. I just want to say that Arsenal signing Odegaard, it's oof, that's going to be a fantastic signing with Partey mm. in the middle. Odegaard only I think it's only a six month loan. It's nothing. It's not like a long term deal. So only for the, to the end of the season, I think. That could be a great, great attacking three because you've got Saka, Smith-Rowe. Smith-Rowe can stay fit because that's the only worry with Smith-Rowe is he, he's playing really well, but if he gets that, if he gets an injury, he could be out for a while. Um, mm-hmm. You've got Martinelli, Lacazette on form as well. Noah Bamiang is out for a while. I hope stomach issues. Do you think he said to Arteta that he had the diarrhea just wanted to go home? <laughs> <laughs> he went, oh, all right, boss. All right, he went, all right, boss. I've got a case of the brain rain. Can I go home? <laughs> He, he he's yearning for the fields, I think. Poor poor Bamiyang. Um But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is kind of looking quite promising. I think we just need to kind of keep it up. And I mean, I think our major concern is our second string is absolutely woeful. It's just not good enough for this system that Arteta wants to play. No, it is it is true. But then I, I would have played Balogun over Enketia. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, but then again, would you give? chances someone who looks like they might be leaving with six months left and also I mean considering he's turned down I think 60,000 a week and he hasn't even played a Premier League game I think that's a bit I think you play who you've got to when you're in Arsenal situation to be honest yeah. I mean yeah. I, I, and Ketia, I mean, for me is not Arsenal quality he's, he's a decent player but I, I feel like he hasn't found what he needs to be to be a, an actual good player yet I, I think he needs to go on loan a few times. And, well, yeah, I mean, it may, I think maybe we should have sold him to West Ham, but I guess yeah. when it comes to him. I mean, it, for me, Nketiah could be like the Patrick Bamford sort of thing, like loaning him out for him loads of times. It's not, he comes back, doesn't really break in, and then you eventually sell him, and he performs well for another team. I think he's I think he's a good player. I, just, I don't think he's an awesome quality player. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, you know, it's the same thing with like other players. Sometimes a player just goes to a club and it just doesn't work I mean uh, I can't remember the team now but um, I, I think it's one of the Aston Villa teams they signed lots and lots of good players I mean they signed Adama Traore and he turned out to be pretty good but it just didn't really happen for him at Villa I mean it might be the same with Pepe and some of these other players but it just doesn't seem to be clicking at the moment who, who's going to come for Nicola Pepe though seriously who's going to come it's, like, it's, a Kepe, it's, it's not the Kepe situation who's going to come in for him yeah, I mean, I think... I don't know. Someone always, someone always comes in for these players, don't they? As bizarre as it seems. They just 
they they won't obviously won't get their money back from him, but someone will someone will take a chance on him. Here's a question: Who's who's the worst signing, Kepa or Pepe? Kepa. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But can I, just with the Pepe thing, I think if Pepe was playing in the Bayern Munich team or the PSG team, where they don't really rely on tracking back and getting the ball back. I think he flourished, but because Arteta demands it of his players, and that's not in Pepe's game, I think that's why he's struggling. Yeah, to be fair, he looks quite good on the left wing. I, I wonder if maybe we should play him there more often. So mm. on, on the right wing, he just looks—he just feels very predictable. Yeah, I mean, we—we—we've—we've we, we, we've kind of like you know just slagged off Arsenal, but Southampton, I think they played really well. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're a great team. <clears throat> I mean, after, I mean, look at it. Last year, they lost nine nine one at home to Le- Leicester. Everyone thinking, "Oh, here we go, Ralph Hassan, who has got to be sacked. He's got to be gone." And since then, they've completely um, changed how they play football. I think Danny Ings was an inspired sign on loan first. They made it permanent. I think getting Walcott back was a great thing, great sign for this season. And mm. it's not a team of world class players. No one in that team, but apart from World Price, maybe that's that's really really good. They're just a team that plays for each other. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes that can be worth just as much as having a squad of world class players when uh, mm. the players are prepared to dig in and and work hard. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Ward Prowse though, surely the big team going to be sniffing around him now. You would have thought so, but I don't know. It it depends. Yeah, I mean. He's because I, I never really thought much of him before this season, but he he, he seems like he does kind of have something. I, th- I think he just needs to kind of, I think he needs to keep working in a few seasons. I mean, he's still quite young, isn't he? What twenty three, maybe? Was that off the top of my head? I can't remember. But yeah, he, I mean, he, Who's he's that, a fantastic player. He's just talking about Ward Prowse's age. Mm, I think it's twenty six. I think. Yeah, he's twenty six. You're right. Um, but I, t- I tell you, I, t- I tell you who impresses me for Arsenal is right. If you think about getting a midfielder, um, him or Basuma. Yeah, Basuma, I think would be a great player. Um, I Very mean, good even, player for Brighton. Even um, even Wendy in the Championship, I think would be a good like very cheap signing for our. No, but I think Basuma. Have, have, have you heard how much they want for Wendy? Uh, what fifty million quid for him? Oh yeah, well I think it's thirty million quid, but yeah, I guess it would be quite pricey. But I, I think it's just for the January. Imagine paying window. that for a championship player. I think for the January window, considering they're going for to for promotion, I think that's probably why it's so steep. I would imagine. Mm. But I mean, who knows? Yeah, I, I think Basuma would be a fantastic player. I mean, he's mm-hmm. more he's more affordable than some of the other options. So yeah, absolutely, and he's also an Arsenal fan, so that's always quite nice. Oh, oh he just says that. No one's really an Arsenal fan. I think he would be good, but he wouldn't help you much. <laughs> Fuckers. I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, Carl. <laughs> You're welcome. But yeah, yeah. Bit of in joke. Southampton seem. I mean, their pressing game is absolutely phenomenal. I, I think they. I think there's an argument that they could be one of the best pressing teams in the Premier League. Oh yeah, there's no, there's no argument with that. I 100 percent agree with you. Um, yeah, what did you think of this game overall? Was there anything that surprised you at all? How badly Arsenal played. I think that that's what surprised me is how bad they played. Um, Gabriel very unfortunate with his own goal. I think he played well. Mm. Um, Pepe and William just look disinterested. They don't look good and. 
Yeah, I think as you said, I think the Arteta's system doesn't work for the second team. It doesn't, and it should be. Surely they'd be training together and knowing the system how it's played. But yeah, I have to agree with you. Yeah, and is it either that they're not suited for the system, or it's just I don't know. But yeah, we we really need to get rid of some of these some of these players. I mean, particularly particularly William and Pepe, but. Who knows? Maybe something will happen. It'll just click for them. It happens with players sometimes, but I'm not too discouraged from this result, to be honest. I think we're the first team. Pepe's had over a season and a half now to try to adapt and sort of get going, and it's not happened for him yet. So I'm not, I'm not too sure on him, to be honest. One thing I will, yeah. say, one thing I will say for that, he had a very tumultuous campaign last time with the whole Emery situation, and then. I don't know. I, I, I mean, this season, I think he's only started three times. Is there a reason why, though? That's the thing. Yeah, because he's yeah. shite. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm just playing devil's advocate for him, which I probably don't need to be, but yeah, I don't you know. Just, I mean, it could be. It could, be, it could be. Maybe what's happened is just he doesn't want to be there anymore. It, it happens. It was a bit like Dean Maria with. With us, once his house got broken into, he just lost interest and didn't want to be in Manchester anymore, which you can you can understand when something like that happens. Yeah, Manchester's a shithole, though. That's another reason That's, why. Well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> Imagine going from living in Madrid to Manchester. <laughs> uh, what are we on about? Home of the Smiths and the Stone Roses? What, 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 what else, what's there not to like? Uh, it's no wonder Morrissey's so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think yeah, the, the thing that's what gets me just how poorly Arsenal played, and the fact is that I kind of forgot Arsenal were defending champions. They didn't play like defending champions at all. So no, no, they really, they, they had no real urgency. You know, one nil down, um, you'd have thought towards the end of the match they'd really go for it. But mm. I, I thought second half it looked better. But, um, As I say, you look better when Party came on, but it it yeah. wasn't enough to change the tide of the game, was it? No, but I don't know. I, I mean, it, it is also worth reminding that this was a full strength Southampton team, which I mean, again, was, was probably our fault as well. We probably should. Have I'm smelling excuses. Yeah, I'm I, smelling. I mean, Arsenal should be beating Southampton, really. Oh, we should, but I mean, we were shit, and our second string team is fucking terrible. And I mean, I mean we're well, your first good. team's not much better, but I would disagree with that. But okay, fair enough. Joking, Liam. Me too. With, with Liam's academy trying with Southampton, maybe you could have helped Arsenal with uh, yeah. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Chief, so, okay, Chief so boot did, cleaner, I think. No, no, no. I think he, I think that, that what he was trying to be was either a steward. Or a pie girl. Uh, I, I was going to be the um, animal wrangler. Well, yeah, you, you didn't actually let me finish. It was actually the Southampton ferret team. <laughs> not, the, not, not, not the falconry team, the ferret team. Well, I, I, I got kicked off the falconry team. They didn't, they didn't really like me um, putting things in the gloves. But, um, <laughs> but that's, we got, that's, that's besides the point, really. So, Carly, are you happy I came on there? That he's being—he's being, being silly already. No, no, you—you bring the worst out of me. I, I was fine. You do, you do, you do, you do, you do, you do kind of encourage him a little bit. Like, <laughs> and it's great. That's why I carry on. But um, no, Liam, I—I'm taking a step back. So this is your podcast to present. I'm going to be good. I'm going to take a step back. I'm not going to take over. 
Oh, you feel you feeling all right, mate? Is everything no, all right? No, no, I made. I'm, apparently, you made a promise on my behalf. Reese, Reese is ill because you weren't going to be doing it. Apparently, and now yeah. he's conveniently found some headphones. Exactly, so, Reese. We know, we know why you didn't want to come on. It's fine. He he decided he didn't want to come on the pods, and then he decided to take away my my, my moment to shine, and he tried to take over. But you know, well, he me. did what he, he did. wanted it. He did what any self-respecting person would do and panicked when I told him you were going to be hosted. No, I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was, uh, I was in, I'm like a high street. Carl Tommy Liam was presented. And it's snowing around here. I ran home in the snow. Nearly fell over like four or five times. I was terrified. I'm so offended. <laughs> but when you listen to the start of this podcast, I, I, I think you'll be proud of me, please. <sighs> All right. <then. laughs> oh. I, 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 yeah, uh, I'm I'm holding out for. I can't wait. Oh, wait, wait, do you actually still want me to tell you? No, yeah, 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 the intro was fine. The intro was fine. Come on, we're recording. Come on. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, Man United. Right. right. So we'll just quickly. I'll just quickly go over the the midweek game. Uh, we beat Fulham two one. Goal from going behind again. Quite early on, a great goal by Luckman, though, to be fair. It was um, really, really sharp, but a defence, he just has this habit of switching off, especially early on in games, which is getting annoying. But we came back with uh, a nice proper poacher's goal by Cavani and a really good goal by uh, Paul Pogba. And it put us back on top of the Premier League, which I'm quite happy again. I just want to talk about Paul Pogba just for a second. Though. People say Paul Pogba has been absolutely shocking for Man United. He's been worried for big dog shit. He has the same goals to game record that he has at, he has at Juventus. Yeah, I uh, didn't realise that. And he's been quite low. He, his, his performances have been poor, but it's ever since ever since uh, his agent came out and said all that bollocks about him wanting to go, that he's all of a sudden decided to, to step his game up. I think the trouble with Pogba is he wants to be at a team that he thinks is going to win stuff, and he gets a bit put off when we were near, you know, at the bottom mm. end of the table early on and looking like we were struggling. And now all of a sudden we're playing well. He, he's happy to be there. I just, I just gotta ask though. uh, Do you still think he goes, or do you think he stays? Uh, I, it's hard to say. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but I think, I think he must know if Real Madrid don't come in for him, no one else is is going to be able to pay uh, his transfer fee and meet his wage demands. So I I don't, I, I don't think he's got too many options, really. I don't think Real Madrid could come in for him, especially with the uh, Zidane could be leaving. Yeah, I, I was going to say. They, they, I mean, they lost to a team in the third division. Imagine the biggest club in the world losing to a team in the third division. It's yeah. shocking. Yeah, um, it's very concerning over there. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't see Zidane staying at all. But, but could you see him going to PSG or Juventus though? Juve, I don't think, can afford him because they've got so many people over there with massive contracts and the fact is that they might have to sell players to generate money. And also, PSG, is he, is he a Pochettino player? I, I don't think so. Mm, 
I, I think Pochettino would ha- definitely have to inspire something in, in him to get what he wants from him. It depends how he looks. Again, Deli Ali uh, is a Pochettino player, and I, I'd say Pogba's a lot better. He's a lot more committed than, than Deli Ali is. Mm. I don't know about that. I think Deli Ali obviously knows he's playing for a manager. He doesn't really fancy him, so I mean, yeah. it's hard. It's hard to to really, you know, to perform, you know, to perform, and you know. <laughs> Your boss doesn't give an ass about you. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. But um, anyway, we, sh- we should get to the FA Cup. Um, this was a thrilling game. 3-2, Man United. And yeah, well, it's worlds apart from uh, the league game last week, in, which was a snowball. Both teams, I think because it's a cup competition, both teams knew they had to go for it. I imagine... With all the fixtures, neither team fancies going into extra time. So, yeah, uh, good game. Liverpool were exposed because of their uh, defensive injuries and for uh, United's first goal, even though I'm getting ahead of ourselves because Salah, it was Salah who struck first. A good goal. He looked looked shy. He hasn't scored for a while. Liverpool have been struggling to find the net, but he looked sharp Mm -hmm. in this match, uh, Salah. So it's it's, same I mean, Mina. Yeah, I mean th- that that first goal was Liverpool that we knew last season mm. of passing the good passing the ball and yeah it was it was a good goal. Salah, uh, Luke Shaw let him out of his pocket for this game. Um, yeah, when yeah when you let him go like that, you got no, you got no chance. He's he's just so fast. Such a good player, and then yeah, but then Marcus Rashford, oof, oof, what a game like- he had. Jesus. What I think, I think it's probably the best Rashford game I've seen in a in a couple of years for me. Yeah, since, he's since PSG. He's still, he's, I think he's still been struggling with certain injuries and and whatnot. So yeah, he's starting to get back. He's starting to get back to his best. I think. Mm. Yeah, one person I think Liverpool really missed though was um, Henderson. So I, I think he usually covers for a lot of Trent Alexander's adventures. You know, he, Alexander Arnold loves to go upfield. I think, for, like, um, excuse me, Henderson is usually there to kind of cover up for him. But he kind of Rashford had free reign pretty much. Yeah, and it, it, even though defense isn't is like normal position, I thought Henderson was excellent uh, last weekend when he yeah. was cover, covering at centre back. So uh, yeah, it, it, big loss, big loss for Liverpool, and they've got enough defensive problems as it is. Yeah, I mean Alexander Arnold, as well, as much as we praise him, he is, for me he is not a defender. Mm. He's no, a, he's, he's a winger. He's a winger, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like an auxiliary, like like midfielder slash winger. He's just, he, he, I, I think they just put him up right back because let's let's suppose if they played him on the wing. He's not getting Salah out of that team. No. Also, I think being, being a right back, like it kind of helps him not be picked up as much. You know, you can kind of cross from a distance and pass mm. it. But then um, it is a risk, as we kind of saw. And um, but it yeah. doesn't look like they plan to bring anyone in to to fill the gaps been left by their injuries. Do you think that could prove to be a mistake? Oh, big time! Big time. I mean, but yeah. things look. Klopp, is, Klopp keeps saying that Van Dijk isn't far away from coming back. Van, I know Van Dijk's back training or he's doing gym work. I don't think he's back full track, but I know he's played, he's doing like 
train uh, gym worker the, in the uh, at the training complex. So maybe he's not as far not far from coming back as he's, but it just shows how big how big and important he's for Liverpool. Mm. The fact that did... it, it, the fact sorry, that he the, the fact that they brought him in and with him, Van Dijk and that team they've won the Champions League and the Premier League. And now that team, they're lucky. I mean, are they at the top four or are they just in the top four? I think they're just in it, I believe. I think they are at the moment, yeah. And that's, it just shows how, I mean, people say, oh, Van Dijk, Liverpool are on a one-man team. For me, I think he's more important than that front three, Van Dijk. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think Van Dijk is more important than the front three. I mm, Possibly. I I think I think he's very important, but I think if Joe Gomez is still there, I think I think you could still kind of I, th- I think the midfield is actually more important than the defense for Liverpool. As bizarre as that sounds, but having you know Fabinho having um, Henderson there, I think that kind of helps them a lot in midfield. And when they're both as centre backs, I think they struggle. I mean, apparently they're going for Socrates, which I don't know what to think of that. Uh, covering. I think. I think. The, I think if they. I think probably just a short term deal to the end of the season. To be honest, I think they it would take it, it will free for Benio to go and play in the middle. They need. They need cover with all the injuries. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, um, but uh, we, we we talk about Liverpool's playing like so. I just want to praise Man United. I think this, <laughs> they, they they played really well, especially Rashford. I think Greenwood had a re, one of his better games he's had recently in recent times. The fact is, we still played, uh, and Bruno was on the bench. Uh, a lot of times, when they've benched Bruno Fernandez, a play's gone back to how it was like before he he um, he joined. You know, a lack of sort of penetration yeah. and flow. But they they did play. Um, perhaps Spencer Pogba being back on form, they they did they did play uh, really well all game, which which was nice to see. Yes, he came on and got the winning goal, but it wasn't like we were floundering without him, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, to, to Bruno Fernandes went missing for 17 minutes until he came on. Yeah, and, uh, he, he was hopeless for most of the I, I match. Think, yeah, exactly. For, 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 the, for the first half, he was nowhere. Nowhere to be seen. Yeah. And for a bit of the second half, he was poor as well. I didn't, I didn't see much of him. And then he just turns up, scores a set piece, as he's, that's all he is, set piece merchant. And yeah, <laughs> that, that, that may United, yeah, win. What was it? <laughs> Was it a bit of a soft um, free kick? Uh, I, I, could, thought it, I, I thought it looked a bit soft. Person, I've seen them given, but yeah, I, I think because because his knee made contact with Cavani's knee, but then Cavani was already going down like a sack of shit. Yeah. So yeah, South American, uh, they are. I, yeah, I have noticed South Americans are very bad for flopping and falling all over the shop. I, I I think it, in this day and age, it's always going to be given. I think it was it was. I, I think it, yeah. I, I, I for me personally, I wouldn't have given it. But then because because of this season, yeah, because of this season, how how bad ref has been for the past couple of years. I, I, I yeah, it was always going to be given. But he took he took it well. It was it was a very nice free kick. No one was saving it. And. I think yeah, I think I, think, I do think a win was a right thing. I think I think a Man United win was a right result. I really do. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we we might have just edged it. I think Liverpool did have the moments though. Uh, mm. I wouldn't say any team particularly dominated over the other. Both had patches where they looked like they could have taken control of the game. 
Yeah, I, I think Liverpool should be encouraged, though. Cause I, I have to I say. This is the best performance for ever. And I think, you know, Diego Centro, he, he just shows his class the last two the last two games I've seen him play yeah. against us. He's, he's, he's so good. I can see why they brought him in. £25 million he cost. Yeah, and apparently they didn't want to pay that to start with. Ridiculous. I can't believe Bayer let him go for that, but... Um... I think his contract was due to end, wasn't it? So it was either get what you can or he was going to go for free. Uh, so, just a question though. Do you think uh, Jürgen Klopp is still blaming Sean Deutsch for this result? <laughs> uh, probably, or blaming us getting too many managers. or, or, uh, or I mean, blaming us for getting too many penalties. Or perhaps yeah. it's Chris Wilder's fault. Possibly. Um, do, I mean, or that bloke who me... interviews him on BT. Could be his, <laughs> his fault. I just want to talk about that though. I do, I do want midweek that Liverpool losing their first game in four years at home, which is just unreal. Mm. Burnley beating them 1 0, courtesy of a penalty that Jurgen Klopp cried about. And oh, it's funny to see, but yeah, Liverpool this season are just, I, yeah, I, I think they're at the title race for me. I know it's the FA, I know it's about the FA group, but I think that they're at the title race as well. Um, who's Man United got the next round, by the way? Uh, I think it was West Ham. Someone, Good time. A, a friend told me anyway. I, I haven't looked that up to confirm it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's weird with Klopp because he's starting to sound like a manager that's losing the plot of his constant excuses and uh, and rattling on. It feels it feels like Mourinho esque sort of thing with him. Hmm. Like yeah. constant bitching, whinging, and moaning. Oh, but my team didn't get this. But except you know, it sounds like Lewis Hamilton. There we go. <laughs> it seems but like Ollie, a lot of managers. But Ollie keeps getting all these penalties, and my team don't. <laughs> Liam, what was you going to say, man? Oh, I, I was going to say, it seems like whenever anything goes wrong with managers, it always seems like they want to blame anyone else. It's not them. And oh, I yeah. just, it's so, it's just like, come on, fuck's sake. But, uh, own up to your fucking mistakes, why don't you? Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, but then again, what what self-respecting man is going to own up to their own mistakes if it's their fault? I ain't. I always live up to my mistakes. I'm sure you do. Yeah, um, that, that's why I'm the uh, most expensive legal team in the UK. But yes, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not going to say what I had in my head. I'll tell you. In the, I'll tell you after the podcast. Just, just behave, lads. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, but, yeah I, I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, but I just want to say something. No, no, no. I'll say that for afterwards. But yeah. Um. I, I just. I can't believe how different this was to last week. Though that, mm. that was a big thing. Is how different it was. Um, I, I, I do worry for uh, Van der Beek though. Uh, he he was given a chance in this game and he didn't really do anything to show Ollie why he should be starting more games did he, he... no no I, I it's I mean we, I mean we was all saying oh Van der Beek signs a great great sign yeah I mean he was excellent for Ajax but whether he just doesn't fit in with what Ollie wants to do or the way we're playing and it just oh yeah you know, I'm I don't think it was awful but he, he just he didn't really do a lot either yeah that's the thing. I mean, the, the, it's like in a game as big as this, Man United versus Liverpool, this is a game you want to show your quality. And as you said, it didn't show his quality. I mean, there was that. There was that, like, 
I wouldn't say it was a chance, but he got the ball, didn't he? So trying to beat his mat, and he he made a pass that ended up making us go backwards when he should have tried to perhaps run with the ball. Yeah, which I've seen yeah. him doing clips. I've seen of him from Ajax. So whether that's a you know a, a low on confidence thing. Mm. No, I, I can't disagree with that. But I I, I, do, I do say I think Henson had a good gaming goal. Yeah, yeah, it was decent. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the second Salah one did go through his legs, but they're not as always. They're not as easy to save as it as it might look when you see him in slow motion going through the legs. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't think. I think he's a decent keeper. I'm glad he's getting some chances. Yeah, it's about time. I think. Mm. But yeah, that, that was quite a fun game, though. And um, who, who are you playing next? Carl, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. We, we just spoke about this. No, no, <laughs> no, in no, no, not in the FA Cup, I mean in the league, sorry. Oh, in the league. Uh, I think it's Sheffield, is it? I'll have to double check. I was that uh, focused yeah, on who we play. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. Oh, what, what, what a hard game for you, Jesus. Well, you don't know. I mean, we only just edged past them last time. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be the games, the teams that you'd think would be easily are the, the ones that seem to give us the hardest matches. Oh, uh, well, John Lundstrom's going to run that midfield, Jesus Christ. Um, but, 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 just so that we about you, you've got Southampton again tomorrow in the league. Yeah. You know, you so know, I'm intrigued to see what that's, what, what, what that's going to be like in fairness. Exactly. I think you'll probably beat him. Well, I think, right, right, that game, Man United, Man United, so Arsenal's first team has to be out. So, you assume that they would put Southampton away, but let's not talk about who West Brom have got because we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy win, easy win, Reese. Yeah, let's not talk about it, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we should probably touch on the other um, FA Cup games. Um, this was the last. This was the last match for Frank Lampard as manager, which we'll kind of get onto a little bit later. But three-one um, win against Luton, Kepa. With an, a trademark mistake, <laughs> he's and, just he's just uh, hopeless, isn't he? And Tammy Abraham showing what he's got when it doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah. <laughs> the trouble is, everyone was raving about Abraham's, but it, it's it's I mean it's it's Luton for Christ's sake. He should be scoring two or three against teams like that. He's a frustrating player. Sometimes he looks like he's absolutely phenomenal, but then you remember who he's playing against, and it's just like I don't know. Reese, do you have I, any thoughts on this game? I think you're very. I think you're being a bit harsh on Abraham. I think Abraham. Uh, I think I think he's a he's a very he's a good striker. I, I rate him very highly. Yeah, and as you said, oh yeah, it's only Luton, but you've got to beat who's in front of you. And the fact that Luton were, were ahead, and Luton, I think Luton played very, very, very well in this game. I think some of the football they played was good. Um, yes, I know there were two. There were two nil day when Abraham scored, but they, they did give a good account of themselves. But um, Abraham, I think it all depends on what we'll talk about in a bit. But I think he had Lampard's trust, which was a good thing to see. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I, I like Tammy Abraham. So that's what I mean, you know. Against yeah, yeah, yeah. He, sh- he should be scoring. I mean, he's look, he's he looks far better than the big money signings they brought in. So, yeah, well, that way. But well, we we can, as we say, we can we can get all on all that when we get onto our main main topic in a, in a little bit. It can all be covered. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, one thing I want to say about Abraham, though, I think one thing he needs to work on is his movement some of the time. Because sometimes he, I think he just make it slightly easy for defenders. And I think just some minor tweaks and more runs or some more guile would kind of do him very well. And I think he could score a lot of goals. He's, he's got all the attributes for a brilliant striker. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I could agree, but then... I mean, he was, exce- he was exceptional last season. So whether he feels that, you know, whether it's he's been put out behind the fact that all these big signings have been brought in. Yeah, but yeah, you, you need to take a leaf out of um, Mason Mount's book, perhaps. But um, I, I guess we'll I, see. Um, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there, though. He's played 16 games this season, majority off the bench, and scored six goals in the league this season, which isn't the bad No, it's not. And the fact he got 15-34 last season in the league alone. I mean, he's not far off what he got last season, to be honest. Only about nine off. So I think I think he could do well in that regard. So I just think well, I said we'll, we'll get into it in a bit, but it's really hard not to talk about it. But I do think that he was one of Lampard's standout players for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I hope he, I hope he comes good. Um, I mean, he, he certainly has a quality, so I guess it will just take time to get there. Um, in terms of the other results, um, it wasn't really. I mean, Leicester had a very good performance against Brentford. Um, all elite soccer lost to Burnley 3 0. Um, <laughs> Carlo Ancelotti FC won 3 0 against Sheffield Wednesday. Um, I mean, so there's some pretty decent high scoring games. Um, what, what was the outstanding thing from, from these fixtures for you guys? Uh, how good Man United and Liverpool was compared to last week? Yeah, uh, I'd say so. I mean, there's no real. No real sort of what I call big cup shots. I mean, Southampton are a Premier League team, and are a, I think they're above Arsenal at the moment, aren't they? Or they're not far off them. So uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that a shock these days. I, I, I do want to talk about one thing though, if I may. I don't think if you, I don't, I, I wouldn't say if you two saw this or not, but I want to talk about Swansea versus Nottingham Forest. When I, I was watching highlights of that game on obviously on match of the day. And how the hell that Swansea penalty was given? It was an absolute joke. It was what he's done is he's cut inside the, the defender or the left back. He's cut mm-hmm. and he's got he's took the ball away and he's left his leg behind. Well, he's left his knees. Knees made contact with the defender who's mm-hmm. moving at the challenge and he's given us a penalty. I've not seen it, so I can't oh, say. It, it's absolutely shocking that these things can be given. The fact is, he's looking. He's looking for the penalty. He's looking for it. He's been given it. It's disgusting. Yeah. There's sort of no VAR as well as there in these matches. Yeah. So. yeah. It's, it's, it's weird because, I mean, I, I feel like we need, I feel, feel like VAR should be in everything, but I feel like there should be a clear way of looking at it. You know, you look at it in slow motion, you look at it in fast motion, and then you look at it clinically, just to kind of get all three kind of views. Because I think most of the time we look at it in slow motion and you see the contact. And it, I, I don't think it always tells the full story. Yeah, no, I, I, it was. I mean, it wasn't even that though. It was the fact he just put. He, he, even in real time, he can say it's not a penalty, and he, it's just that bad. But I just, just before we move on, if I could, I just want to get the ties out. So you've got Burnley against Bournemouth or Crawley, Man United versus West Ham, Sheffield United versus Bristol City, Wolves versus Southampton, Barnsley versus Chelsea, Everton versus Wickham or Tottenham. Swansea versus Man City and Leicester versus Brighton and Hove Albion. Arsenal versus West Brom. Do you know, I, mean, I don't know if you noticed this, Liam, but since Man United <laughs> been playing well, you've been like cocky bastard. 
Oh, he sounds a real Man United fan, hasn't he? We've been winning a few games. Exactly. We're going to win Champions League. Yeah, fucking insufferable. That's what you are right now, Carl. Insufferable. <laughs> I'm the odd joke and everyone starts crying. No, no, you're not, though, are you? you? You know you're not joking. I can see you there just, just with your, sitting there with your man United onesie going, ha, 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 ha. I see. Sorry. You're wrong because I'm, I'm naked, so you're wrong there. <laughs> oh. 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 Well, you, the thing is, it looks like, it looks like you're um, wearing pyjamas because of all these bloody Man United tattoos on you. I don't know why you have... <laughs> I don't know why you have um, Fergie's face near your bollocks, but I mean, <laughs> the, wor- the worst part is it was meant to be Cantona. <laughs> Liam, oh, Liam, Liam, Liam. It was meant to be Andy Cole. <laughs> it's, a ta- it's actually a tattoo of Triple H, and his nose is, well, very oh. small. It's, it's, well, his nose is very small then. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. Oh Jesus! Um, oh, yeah. One thing we probably should say, but um, we are we're doing this in person, and we're not respecting um, social distancing guidelines um, because COVID is a hoax. And um, <laughs> yeah, so it's nice, it's nice to see all you guys, and it's nice to have Reese back. Stop the count! Right. <laughs> this this is why you are not. Yeah, yeah. You can't say stuff like that, Lee. I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. You'll be getting us kicked off the airwaves. It's satire. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. You're you're sort of. You think you're joking, but your sort your sort of jokes is if the wrong person listened to it, would get us kicked off kicked off Spotify and Apple. Boris, Boris. Boris, go to Liam's house. Me and Carl are in respective asylums. So, um, yeah, don't come after us. Go after Liam. So, so wait, Carl, are, are, are you saying I'm not joking? Is, am, I, am I telling the truth? <laughs> move on. Let's I, move on. We know okay, you are so joking. All right, let, 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 anyway, let's get on to our final topic. Um, joking aside, this is about today. Frank Lampard has officially been fired from Chelsea. Um, I, I have to be honest, this is a bit of a surprise for me. I, I thought we were sick of him at least to the end of the season. Um, but I mean, they're, they're in seventh. Um, they spent a lot of money in summer. It hasn't really been picking from that well, but I don't know. Was it a surprise to you guys? No. No, it wasn't. Uh, I mean, I know uh, I sort of said the piece when we were texting that perhaps he should have been given more time, but it doesn't mean I was surprised. Uh, that he went because it's Chelsea. They they don't give managers time, um, and he was always going to be on thin ice, especially for the money they spent. If he wasn't there or thereabouts, because they started off well. I mean, they didn't they were top at one point, weren't they? I mean, they were yeah. looking quite decent to start off with, and we were all saying, "Yeah, they're more Liverpool for the title," considering who they bought. And it's I don't know, it's just. Teams have figured that figured them out, and uh, yeah, you see, you've alluded to Reese. Frank doesn't seem to have a plan B. No, he doesn't at all. I mean, and also another thing with Frank Lampard, he was very quick to throw his players under the bus and not take any uh, not take any blame for himself. And I think that shows mm-hmm. his immaturity as a manager. The fact is that it, it's very easy as a player to say, "Oh, uh, um, as a player to t- put all the blame on the manager." However, Lampard didn't take any criticism for himself and it was very quick to blame all the players and everything like that. And I think he lost the dressing room. And also I just I don't think they I don't think they wanted to play for him at all. I think there was they looked lackluster. Even, even I don't know if they play against Luton, but it's only Luton. But in the league, they've just been poor. Mm. 
it says a lot that his best player is Mason Mount, a player that he didn't buy. And Havertz has been a joke. Werner is dog shit. Four goals in 11 games in the league. Um, maybe le- maybe less than that now. Um, Thiago Silva apparently doesn't get on with any of the players. <laughs> Does he not? <laughs> no, oh. apparently that. Um, Mendy... Mendy is okay. Mendy's probably the best sign he's made, but he hasn't but, been that great either. In fact, no, well, he's, he's been it's a moment. I, I just, I'm struggling to see how Lampard would could have kept his job. Here's a bit of a counter argument. You mentioned that Mason Mount was probably one of the best players, and I mean he's someone who's been with um, Lampard for what is been two three years now because of um, his time at Derby I don't know I, I wonder if he just needs I, I wonder if I, personally I would have given him more time and just kind of yeah, I mean, experiment a little bit to play devil's advocate I mean Arsenal are below them and Arteta's still got his job Arteta's um, 250 million quid we were looking I mean we were looking like we were struggling early on when we were 15th and they were calling for Raleigh to be sacked and they stuck with him and, you know, he managed to turn things around. And we have perhaps not quite as much as Chelsea, but we have spent a fair fair load of cash the last few seasons. So OK, just to count on your points, though, if Arteta spent 250 million quid on Arsenal 15th or, where, or wherever they were, he would have been sacked. And I think what it is with Lampard, it's the fact is that he just... He was very stuck in his way. He, it was his way. He was going to get it across. It just didn't work. But I think I do think though, if Chelsea were in the top four, I think Lampard would still be there. The fact is that Chelsea are ninth in the league. That's I think that's the reason why they why they sacked him. And the fact is that he's just it doesn't look like results are going to improve. That's the thing. I couldn't understand if they had if they had a couple of games where they played really well, but they drew or they they lost. But they've not played well for no. They, they they were poor mm. against Leicester. It, it has to be said. Do you think it's do you think it was a more of a curse and a blessing spending all that money on players? Because some of the players, uh, what we touched on before, like Abrahams, seem to have gone a bit backwards and aren't getting the chat, and maybe I'll, and maybe more because they're not getting the chances uh, uh, to play. Because mm. you can't not you can't not play Werner and Havertz when you spent so much money on them, or that's always the uh, the thinking anyway. Um, <laughs> I think with I think with that I think it's because they looked better think, last season. Yeah, that's what it is. I think because last season there was no expectations on Chelsea. They couldn't spend any money, and Lampard had a really good season. Got FA Cup final, finished fourth, and that was a good thing. I think what fucked Lampard up was the fact that he was able to spend money, and he said it's keeping faith with the players that got him fourth and got into an FA Cup final. He thought, well, I'm going to spend. All this money on players that have done really well in other leagues and they can have instant success in this Chelsea team. And it just doesn't work that way. Are they his are they his signings? Are they all his signings? Yeah. Or does someone else make that decision? I'm not sure how it works in Chelsea. I think I think I think the manager has a final say in the signings. So um but I mean regardless of, I mean, even before then though, look at it, if people get signed without the managers knowing. They still got the best out of him. Conte got the best out of his players. So did um, Mourinho when he was there. But um, I just want to say that, though, the, if the manager who they're getting in is the one they're going after, I think it'd be a very, very, very good appointment for Chelsea with Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, and it looks um, like it. They're not, norm, 
they're not normally far out when all media outlets uh, bands yeah. in the same name around. Yeah, it, it's, I, it's, it's a good match. It, it, I mean, to be it, it, fantastic for Minds, absolutely brilliant for Dortmund after all the the, the, the season they had under Klopp, where they were really poor, could have got relegated. Um, he stabilised the ship there. Um, he did really well at PSG. Everyone says, "Oh, it's PSG. I could do well at PSG." No, he did really well at PSG. Got into a, uh, he got into a Champions League final, and mm. the fact is that he didn't lose a league title like Unai Emery did. So he's been very consistent with the league title, with the Coupe de France, Coupe de Ligue. Mm. Uh, did um, was very unfortunate to lose his job, but I do think he's a fantastic appointment for Chelsea. Very, 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 very good manager. Very good coach as well. And yeah. also, another, another thing as well, I don't know if I'm maybe looking into this a bit much, but he's German. Maybe he could get the best out of Havertz and Werner being German as well. Yeah, he might be able to. Um, there's always a bit of criticism I've noticed where, where Frank's been playing them in their you know, preferred and, and right positions. So we'll we'll have to see if he can get the best out of those players it will sort of show frank up even more i suppose i think something that really worries me about chelsea is i i feel, I feel like we need a director of football because they have always managers with a lot of different kind of ideas and philosophies coming in i, I don't feel like the play I, I feel like we need to be more concentrated on what chelsea is because <laughs> I, I i don't know how lampard i don't know how lampard's playing i don't know how he wants to attack i mean it doesn't really seem like he knew where he wanted to pay, play Havertz or Werner. So, uh, mate, Chelsea, Chelsea, I've got a director of football. Who, who, who are they? Sorry, I, I didn't uh, know It's Marina Gravenskaya. She is the director of Chelsea. Ah. Is she? Okay, I, that's the first I've heard of her. Okay. Yeah, Wait. so oh, okay. I just talked to, I mean, that's what I just, director of football, it's, it's her. So they've got one. It's just... But the thing is, uh, Bravenich seems to like his trophy managers as much as his trophy wives. So he's, you know, the, he, he was quick to move in for Avram, uh, AV, what, what was his name, Avid? AVB. Uh, AVB. AVB. Yeah. Uh, because he did, he did well with uh, a team, but he couldn't quite cut it at Chelsea. Yeah. Um, and it, is, it, is it a case that this manager's become available and because he did well with Paris Saint-Germain got to a Champions League semi-final, which we all know the Champions League is what um, Roman Abravanich covets most. As he thought, oh, wow, I've got this new, a new trophy manager over there. I've got to bring him in. No, I, I, I don't think that at all. I think Tuchel, Thomas Tuchel at the moment is probably the best free coach I could get. I think regardless of being trophy coach or anything like that. I think he's a very, very, very good coach. And I think he I think he will change up Chelsea team. I think this season's the right off for Chelsea. I think going to the summer well, I don't um, know. I mean it's sort of right off for several teams. It looked to right off for you for Man United at one stage. Uh, I wouldn't I, I mean it looks unlikely but I I wouldn't rule anything out. If he can get Havertz and Werner playing like uh, we if we thought they would at the start of the season. You just don't know. It's a very unpredictable season. I, 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 what, I mean, let's go. Chelsea aren't going to. I mean, I, I, what I mean by that is Chelsea aren't going to win the league. Yeah. Maybe they can win the FA Cup. Maybe no. they can win the FA Cup. We said Man City wouldn't finish fourth, and, and... no. Uh, well, 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 one <laughs> of us said that. One of us said that, and that is oh, my, yeah. that is supposed to took over my job for this podcast, but. <laughs> 
But then um, uh, they have got um, they are without um, De Bruyne for a bit, so we'll have to see how they um, yeah yeah how they get on without him. No, I, th- I think I think probably a successful se- if Tuchel comes in, a successful season now would be probably win the FA Cup. That 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 I think that'll prove that the, the, probably the maximum that Abramovich could probably, probably want from it. They're not going to win the league. They're not going to win Champions League. Not going to win anything like that. They'll probably if they win the FA Cup, then that's probably the maximum they could ask for. If they perform well and get to the top four again, I think that's a fantastic achievement. However, he's got a big job on his hands because again, I I don't think Lampard knew his best eleven as well, and that, that that's the thing as well. You've been there for eighteen months, you still don't know your best eleven. That, that that that's a big thing. Yeah, it's um, it's it's definitely it's definitely a bit of a situation. But I, I mean, who knows? Maybe um, I mean, Europa League might be a good kind of ending place for them in the league FA Cup. I, I guess we'll see. I mean, it's so competitive right now. I can kind of understand if he doesn't do particularly well to 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 the end of the season. But um, I I I, I, I asked another question. Sorry, just before, before sorry, Liv, quick, I'll just another fine. question. Do you see Frank Lampard staying in management, or do you see him going into punditry? Bearing in mind the Chelsea job was his dream job. I can well actually. I was going to look at my question. What what was next for Lampard? I could see him maybe trying one more time with a club. I don't see it being. I can't imagine he'll be in the Premier League to be honest. But I don't. I don't know who's going to take him. That's, that's Celtic. Really <laughs> Celtic manager. <laughs> Newcastle. Newcastle. I, think, I think it depends if he's got the bug because he, you know, he's he, he's from the era where he's earned shed loads of money, so it's not like he he needs the cash. So it, it all depends if he's got the the manager's bug. Do you think? Do you think maybe Chelsea was too soon for him because yeah. he'd only really cut his teeth at Derby, hasn't he? Do you mm. think? Yeah, it, it was. I mean. Okay, it was our oh, club legend. He's back at the club as a manager. It's it's, it's written in the stars. It's going to be incredible. They're going to win everything together again. And no, because it was quite uh, divided when he left Derby. Um, you know, a lot of fans, a lot of some fans were upset, but a lot of fans, I noticed, were were quite pleased to see the back of him as well. So that's sort of <laughs> yeah. The the, the playoff defeat was poor. They were they were shocking in that game against Villa. They offered nothing. And I think that's probably that, 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 that's a sour taste of the mate that, that that was his last game. Mm. Uh, I do. I, I, I think. I think he gets it one more crack at the whip. I think he does. Mm. I think he. I think uh, Newcastle could be one if you go if Newcastle sack mm. or cash them or try going through because he's a free agent and will not cost a lot of money. Um, or a championship team. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what happens next. Um, I think Newcastle, if they if they sat Bruce, was what would want someone with pedigree of keeping a team up over someone like Frank Hart, Frank Lampard, because the way they're shaping that they could get dragged into the relegation. Relegation. So I think they could. I think they might need someone who's a bit more tried and tested. With um, yeah, you know, what, actually, I could see. I could see him maybe going to manage in, in the MLS. I think uh, that could be, that could be I, no, no, I think I think there'd be a step down. I really do to go from Chelsea to the MLS. No disrespect to the MLS, it's shit. Yeah, but maybe he needs a different kind of challenge, though. Mm. Women, I, women's I, women, uh, England's women. Yeah, he'll he'll take that job. No, make a rapping or kick off. Um, 
No, I tell you what, you know where it'll be? At the end of the season, it'll be announced as Westbrook Albi as manager. There we go. End of. We can see it happening. <laughs> well, that'd be, it'd be the perfect role for him in the first uh, championship, oh, won't it? Go mm. away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but oh, we said, oh, we said, didn't heard, we? We agreed. I just heard that in the championship as well. Oh, that's that's a low, that's a low blow, Carl. Oh, Jesus. I, 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 would, I, would, I would never realise why they actually hate you. They can, they can get you into the playoffs and lose the final. Like, it's oh, 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 oh. Perfect. You are so... You, just be happy there's a lockdown, Carl. <laughs> I remember, I remember. I know where you live. <laughs> Mother, welcome to come and find me, mate. I, I did. <laughs> if you... No, come, if you, come, if come. you if you want to be that guy who beats up an old man, Reese, that's that's fine. No skin up oh, my nose. Fine. If I come to your house, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a good job trying to make me like kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liam, you're not invited. Fuck's <laughs> sake. First, first, you try and take over my hosting job, and then you, then you try don't invite me to a party. I can't believe. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Take your hosting job. It's my podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I was into I was a Freddie Lindbergh of this of this podcast, and now you have a Mikel Arteta. <laughs> I'm, I'm very pissed off. But, you're, uh, the, you're the Frank Lampard, uh, Liam. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Thomas Tuchel boy. Um, I'm gonna miss all um, those memes though of of Frank getting progressively older. Like there's ones with it, like. <laughs> People making him bald or older and stuff, or, or fat. It's quite, quite humorous. <laughs> it's brilliant. But no, I, I, Liam, what, what, was take, what was your take on it? Because you didn't get yours. What do you think about it? Oh, oh, oh what, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Of Lampard. Oh, of oh, oh, Lampard. Um, I think it might have been slightly jumping the gun, but I can understand why they did it. I, I, I mean, it's one of those, it's a risk, but... It is what it is, and it is Chelsea. So you're always going to have... You, you know what's coming when you take that job. Yeah, um, to shall he'll get three seasons, maybe four, if he's very lucky. Because yeah. as, you know as, as soon as it starts going a little bit off tracks, he uh, he pulls the trigger, doesn't he? he... Yeah. I, I wonder if maybe he'd, t- he'd take like a bit of... Um, like Almost like a backroom role at Chelsea. I, I, I can imagine him maybe being a bit of a technical director or something, perhaps. Uh, I can't I, see, I can't see uh, it, not at this juncture. It's an outside shout, yeah. but I, I just thought I, I'd put it I, out there. No, no, I cannot see um, Lampard at Chelsea for a very, very, very long time. Um, by the way, I'm just going to name you the managers that have been in charge of Chelsea since Abramovich took over. So you've had Mourinho, Grant, Scolari, um, Will, Ray Wilkins was there for a game, but you know. Scolari was, was a bit of a white elephant, wasn't he? It was. Hiddink was good. Ancelotti, mm. AVB, Di Matteo, Rafa, who I felt really sorry for there. Um, mm. Jose again. Um, trouble again. The, fans, the fans never wanted Rafa, did they? That was the trouble. Oh. But say, but talk about this though. Um, Frank Lampard leaves Chelsea with a fifty-two percent win record, which isn't bad. It's that's, that, that, that's that's good. Uh, however, it is the worst. It, do, do, no, do, do you know which manager has the best? Yeah, well, you've asked me. The, yeah, 
Avram Grant has the best win percentage record in the, in the Premier League under uh, Abramovich. So, but, yeah. I mean, Carlo Ancelotti, he got fired. And uh, he, he, what was what did he get for finishing second and winning an FA Cup or, or, or something daft? So, I think. Uh, I think I think Ancelotti's was the Champions League. I think that's when Ancelotti. Yeah, I, 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 I think Di Matteo was Champions League. I think. Yeah, Di Matteo was the Champions League, and then Di Matteo got sacked because they were shit. They, they never, they, they never really, they never really wanted him though. It was just a caretaker boss, but yeah. you can't, you can't not offer somebody the job when they've just won the Champions League for you. So. Mm. <laughs> no, but then, then they realised quite, quite early on. Actually, Di Matteo was quite shit. <laughs> Because they got, they're the first team to get the first winners of the Champions League to be knocked out in their group stages. Hmm. It was weird. I mean, where did he where did he get get it from? Because he played so well for them those first few months, didn't they? They were, they, were, they, 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 they were shit. They were shit in the league, and then they were re, they, 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 they were good in the Champions League. Won the, I think they won the FA Cup as well. I think. So, see, they were lucky because they had someone shite in the final, though, didn't they? So, God, yeah, imagine playing that shit team in their own stadium, <laughs> beating them. <laughs> That's got to be one of the biggest embarrassments by by a Munich ever. You're a, ah. you, you got to the final, and it's in your own stadium. You got a, a rudderless Chelsea, no John Terry, as well. Hmm. He played. I saw him in his kit lifting the trophy. <laughs> must, have, must have played. Um, no, I, I think no. I think Bayern's worst was probably losing to Villa in 1982. Villa were a good team back in those days, though. No, Carl. The Aston Villa. They were never good. <laughs> no, that's like that's like you trying to praise Man City. Praise Man City, Carl. Uh, I can't. There we go then. <laughs> true, true. Uh, I see your Liam, point. Right. Liam, Liam, praise Tottenham. Who? who, who who's the team you're talking about? Sorry, Tottenham. I, 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 I think you cut out for a second. Anyway, let, let, let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, um... Your mic, your mic's gone funny again, Reese. Yeah, I'm sorry about Reese. Ah, cool, cool, cool. Oh, is this something nice about Arsenal? Oh, well, I could be here all day. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we should all get on to the final segment, the one that we love the most. It is. It is the fatherhood. Oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Excuse me. <laughs> it is right, okay, well, No, Liam, So, right, guys, we're here today to talk about the, our, our favourite segment. We're here to talk about a man who we all... A name that is synonymous with all three of us. We're here to do the Patricks. Woo! That's how you do it, Liam. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Next time, next time. No, we're, 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 we're sacking you and bringing in Tuchel. <laughs> Frank Lampard's available. Sorry, yeah. So, Frank, the, imagine or very Frank Lampard. Don't, don't listen to our back catalogue, though, Frank. We've always, no. we've always liked you. No, no, stop. no one's saying stop crying, Frank Lampard. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. So, the, the winner of the Patrick's last week was, uh, was me, again. So, uh, I get to go first. And I'm going to pick... Um, the fact that 9.2 million people at its peak watched Man United versus Liverpool, which still shows that um, football is the best. Yeah. It is the best program. Shove your soaps up your ass. No, no one cares about who's banging who in EastEnders. Everyone should watch football. 
because it's the best. And also, it was a very good game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a peak audience of 9.2 million people. Yeah, I mean, it's um, not very often BBC have a a really good game that they can show live these days as well. They, I mean, um, they take the elders for ransom for flipping uh, license payers money, and they can't bring us any decent flipping sport. Have, 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 have you seen the game they've got? I mean, they've got West Brom versus Fulham coming up. Imagine paying your TV license to get West Bromwich Albion versus Fulham. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, I mean, that, that's it. Even, I, even I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that, I mean, I reckon it'd be nine, probably about 9.2 people in general is going to watch that game. Probably. Yeah, so you, um, yeah, good choice. I think that's a good choice. What, what, what were you, Carl? So mine is um, Bruno Fernandez's free kick uh, against Liverpool. It clips us a winning goal, and it showed us that he doesn't always go missing, and he can deliver in the big games. <laughs> to be honest, my I was going to pick Carl's rant about Bruno Fernandez <laughs> <laughs> because I don't. I, I, I don't know what's more salty, uh, the fries at McDonald's or Carl uh, paying mm. that rant. Yes, mm. that is a link mm. to another podcast of mine. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, it's just one of those things that's annoyed me down the years because, as I said, it's not just about Bruno. It's been every every player, everyone's had it. No matter how good they are, if they have a, a bad game against... City or somebody, it's all oh, they don't deliver in the big games. Well, to be Carl, fair, you, to be fair, he only, only delivered for one minute of a match when he scored that goal. But yeah, sure. He, he, <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He did go missing for seventy minutes. I, I can't deny it. Um, I will say this though, Carl Ranty is like. He, he, Carl, imagine we both we've all watched the Muppets here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Carl Ranty is like the two old men on, <laughs> on, the, on the balcony in the Muppets. How oh, no, they should do this. Oh. <laughs> So um, on there, yeah, because we knew Jesus. we knew Man and Reese's beforehand, so I'm intrigued yes. to see see what yours is, Liam. You know what? I, I was stuck between two. The, um, there's there's Ian Wright's um, brilliant puffer jacket, which almost felt like it was <laughs> swatting him him whole. So, I mean, Menger would be proud of him for that. But um, I'm actually going for um, a bit of as you've mentioned earlier in the pot. In the pot, Erdegaard might be on the way to Arsenal, and um, the idea of a Real Madrid player coming to Arsenal with a double O, um, it feels slightly familiar. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for the weird dodginess of that. And, um, okay. Yeah. All well, right, so I, w- I would have voted for Ian Wright's puffer jacket, to be honest with you. I, I, I would have. You've, no, too, <laughs> too late. You've done, you've done yourself in because I would have gone for the puffer jacket. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> You're just saying it's fucking over. No, I, way, I, generally, I would have gone with that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, just say, I'm not just saying it. <laughs> I know my pick for next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for... Yeah, I'm sick of my mind. I'm sick uh, of 9.2 million people. Liam's going to cry, but I'm going to have to go with the 9.2 million people <laughs> as well. Yeah, well, fuck you guys. I'm sick of it in mine. I'm a spite. 
So I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, Jürgen Klopp says it like with like Man United and his penalty and the penalty is just oh you always go for reason you you never pick mine. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, we, we, we guess what? Man, Man United lost for demos, so fuck you guys. <laughs> no, don't make me say my line. Um, <laughs> no, Liam, this, the patch has been included just to spite you. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm going to agree with Carl that I, would have, I, I genuinely would have agreed with my Ian Wright's jacket. Uh, I, I would have. I'm not just saying that. Yeah, uh, same. <laughs> you, know what's, you, know what's, you know what's the saddest thing about this? I really wanted to win this. I don't know why. <laughs> why did you go for that one? I don't that's, know. That's a horrendous pair. It was. Also, I, I, also we probably should mention, um, that, have you guys seen the Cheltenham um, um, defending? There was a guy who like, had the header off the line. Have you seen that? Yeah. That was phenomenal. I, I just wanted to say that because I, I felt I, that was going to be my third choice. So yeah, that's even better than Yeah. I that could have got it as well, but no, it's like the fucking... we don't give a fuck about. <laughs> oh. Fuck's yes. sake. Well, fuck you guys. What, what are your plugs? <laughs> in the bath, in the sink. Um, uh, in the, in the in, wall, in your bottom in your bottom. <laughs> um, no, you can find me at Arsenal's ninety five. You can find me at uh, Carlos underscore fire eighty at Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Rogue underscore Opinions on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us on all good podcasting platforms. And you can find me under the bridge, uh, crying my eyes out um, in stains. So, um, yeah. see you guys. You can find me Twitter at half a miler. There you go. Yeah, sure. Yeah, to tell me how much you love me. No one will. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bit like when Austin would say back in the early two thousands. I like you. Not very much, but I like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Im- imagine not picking Ian, J- Ian Wright's bomber jacket. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, honestly, I was thinking, oh, Liam, Liam's gonna win this. And he goes, no, I'm going for this one instead. Oh. I wanted to do something different. I wanted to give a serious one for once. And it fucked me. Such a fool. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya. Goodbye. <laughs>